This is Adam Balderstone with Wusha Weekend on the Bedrock Podcast. In this episode, we are talking about Iron Monkey, a Yuan Wuping directed movie starring Donnie Yen about a masked hero standing up to a corrupt governor during the Qing Dynasty and encountering folk hero Wong Fei Hong as a child. So before we get into talking about the movie, Brendan has some gaming news to tell oh, us. With. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to mention for Wusha fans who like RPGs and stuff like that, uh, Lewis Porter Jr. is putting out a, a, a PDF that I think is pay what you want called Zhao Island of Iron and Silk. And that should be coming out today. I just checked and I didn't see it up yet, but I think it's going to be up by the end of the day. And I'll try to post a link in the uh, description below. Uh, but if you just go to RPG now and look up Lewis Porter Jr. Design, you'll probably be able to find it once, it once it's out. And again, it's called Zhao Island of Iron and Silk. Lewis Porter Jr., he, I've, I've seen him talk in bits about this you know like hinting at it in the past and it's always intrigued me and he also has a, a clear interest in these kinds of movies and 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 stories and so i i think that it's going to be an interesting game um i'm very i'm very interested to see what he what he what he ends up doing so uh so yeah but you know let's get into the iron monkey discussion um what did people think of this movie before we really get into any of the plot or any of that I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a good movie. Another good Donnie Yen movie. I thought it was funny in certain parts. And um, it's always interesting to see the beginnings of a folk hero when they're young. So that was pretty cool. And um, I don't know, it had a, a little bit of comedy and very entertaining. And I enjoyed the fights. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this movie, actually. I mean, this was just just a perfect movie it, like you say it had some good comedy in it the action was fantastic uh i wasn't aware of the uh wong fei hong element of it when i started watching it so it's kind of cool seeing that kind of evolve in the movie and uh no i i have nothing but good things to say about this movie no and um and yeah i mean i i like this movie as well it's been a while since i've seen it and and adam this was actually the movie that kind of keyed me into that character when i first saw it so i remember seeing the oh. version i think it was probably the version that tarantino put out but I, I can't remember but way back in the day and uh i i remember either i think it was the there was some kind of commentary track and i think that's where it kind of pointed that out um and and then i started noticing the character in other movies and uh so it's kind of like a folk hero type thing but the movie, I, I think it it, 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 number one, the the fights are really, really good. Like the yeah. fight scenes are, <laughs> are exceptional, uh, and I don't know the story, the way it's shot, everything just kind of is nice. Uh, it's a, it, it's a, and and I think you know, I, I didn't realize it, but I think we've done all UN Wu Ping movies so far for the nineties, uh, the nineties really? month, like haven't we? Because we did yeah. Wing Chun. Yeah, because I, I was Master. thinking about that last night. Yeah, and I was like, wait <laughs> yeah, a second. Right. Have we done anything but you? And then I was like, oh, man, we should have really mixed it up more. But I, in a way, it's it turned also... turned out okay. Huh? Yeah, it turned <laughs> out just, fine. We just retitled month. It was, just the it was a double theme month. Well, well, here's here's what it'll do. It'll allow us to revisit the 90s, because there are so many good 90s movies that we could talk about. Um, sure. You know, so, uh, you know, I really, really want to do dead full melody if we can if we can obtain it it's a hard one to find so uh but but iron monkey i i i think this is definitely uh a really 
really solid film and i don't know what what aspects of it did you guys like uh what surprised you what, what were some of the things that because i mean i don't know adam did you you really didn't know what to expect going in i'm assuming so no i didn't i mean it's got really lively characters i mean every character in the movie is very distinct and uh, has a lot of feeling i mean the uh the, the you know the governor character as a villain is is great and i i, I really like the the uh uh, I, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm blanking on his name. The guy who's the head of security that's uh, kind oh, of Chief in the middle. Chief Fox. Chief Fox. That's it. Fox. I knew it was something simple. Uh, yeah, Fox is just great as this character who's stuck working for the governor. He's, he's a pretty decent guy overall. And they, they did a good job of setting his character up throughout it. And uh, I, I just, just, everything about this worked perfectly. I mean, the, the whole kind of Zorro theme and... Uh, yeah, it's it's just you know, and and then having the the child kind of become important as the movie goes along too is nice as well. Yeah, I, th- I think he's really good with uh, with characters and martial arts. Like any movie where it's like character yeah. heavy like this and martial arts, like the the Chief Fox character really sort of yeah. stands out because they he turns out to kind of be a better guy than you initially. Like he doesn't ever really leap out at you as being terrible, but. No, I kind of clued in that he was kind of a good guy early on, but it's like that could be that's an easy thing to make very obvious, but it was enjoyable kind of watching the progression in this. Yeah, I enjoyed the progression of I guess the villains kind of got worse as we went. You start start out with Chief Fox, who really wasn't that bad. He's just following orders, but he doesn't follow them thoroughly. And, you know, he's not really he could have captured Iron Monkey, but he's not really trying that hard. And then you have the chief government official, and he's just crazy about his uh, nine wives. How do you take care of nine wives? And, I mean, they were interesting bunch. And then, you know, the monks that are no longer monks are even worse than he is. And then eventually you get the real baddie. And he's not introduced early in the movie, and I like that, that we don't know who the ultimate bad guy is. It's kind of like in a game when you go level to level to level, and you get the worst <laughs> villain at the end. And that's what I liked about this. Yeah, I like the fact, too. It's like you know this government official is coming. So like I said, you don't see the character to the end, but he's kind of he's got this anticipation coming. And, and when the character does show up, he, he is a really great villain, so he fulfills the the buildup that you had throughout the movie. Yeah, the the, the villain in this, I mean, what is it, Yenshi Kwan who plays him? I think he was the guy from Swordsman too. He's play he plays a lot of uh, a lot of bad guys, and <laughs> he he uh, I don't know he 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 was he was so terrible. But I really liked. I, I don't know what her name was. I don't even know if she had a name. In one of the credits, they they called her White Eagle, so that's what I'm going to call her. But the 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 ex nun, I guess, with the the like wine. It looked like a like a wine stain birthmark on her face, or possibly mm-hmm. scarring from fire. Because I you know I I thought it might have been from Shaolin Temple burning or something like that. But uh, her her character is the one that I I really ended up liking this time around the most just because she's good yeah. well she's so vicious and her movements <laughs> were all so sharp and like i you know like eagle like like she had a real like snappiness to her movements that that uh 
that that just looked cool to me and i liked i liked the the disfigured face and all that stuff um i liked how the uh uh, uh hin hung uh monk character stole the wives of the governor um <laughs> that was that was a pretty that was a pretty nice move and uh and also i liked the the wives being the motivating factor for the governor to like hoard all the food and try to jack up the price because they all want to have they're all they all they all want this luxurious life and and so you know we see them pressuring him to oppress the people so that they can have you know nice things uh it, it was it was it was a playful sort of uh scenario um and uh and and i don't know i just the the governor he was bad but like you said he wasn't his his all of his needs were very basic it seemed like he just you know he just yes. wanted to please his wives he, you know the, it's not until you get to the to the to the to the head monk that things get truly villainous and uh and you're dealing with like poison palms and stuff like that yeah, he's just the, the the early governor is just petty. That's he's just you know just this this little petty grifter kind of character. Now, uh, what did you guys think of the of physician Yang and his uh, and his assistant Miss Orchid? I liked the couple. I thought um, I liked seeing her backstory. And how they kind of got together, um, her working in a brothel and having a baby, and the baby dies, and he um, pays to um, set her free, and, you know, that indebted her to him, but somewhere along the way, he taught her martial arts, and she fell in love with him, and he fell in love with her, and you could tell that they were a couple from the very beginning just the way they interacted with each other especially on the roof in the rain where she um told where he said was it that um you came out tonight and in the rain and she was like you otherwise if i hadn't come you would hurt yourself or something like that so it was like they were a really cute couple but i wanted to have oh go ahead go ahead I wanted to have a little twist because um, Wong Fei-Hung was getting so attached to her later in the movie, and she was becoming attached to him because of the loss of her baby. So, you know, you just kind of wanted to veer a little... I did veer another way so that they could be a happy little family. Oh, and I she could you. have a baby, but it works out differently. Yeah, well, I toyed with that. I, I got the impression that they weren't really officially a couple yet, too. That they were ju- they were still kind of shy about the whole thing, and mm-hmm. and so a lot of the stuff you were talking about, like in the rain, was sort of the, the the beginning of that phase of their relationship. And I think that's why there were occasional moments where they almost hinted at a potential love triangle between mm-hmm. her and uh, uh, Wang Kei Ying. So uh, I mean, it was very very brief moments. It wasn't anything substantial, but there were like glances. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, uh, what about, uh, what about the scene where they go into the governor's residence, uh, masquerading as the, as the, uh, the Royal minister and, uh, and his, uh, and his assistant and, you know, just sort of pull the wool over the governor's eyes. That scene I thought was hysterical because the actors that are, playing the phonies are so exaggerated. You can obviously, well, for us, we can obviously tell that it's a woman and we know who the characters really are. But the way they over-exaggerate 
all their movements and their lines. And I like the one line that he said to the governor about um, politics and letting go and all that. I can't remember exactly what the line was. Then the governor, when he loses everything, kind of shrugs it off and repeats the line that the phony um, royal official says and keeps walking out of town. I thought that was a nice complete circle. Yeah, I liked I liked the way the way they were acting. Like I say, it was very over the top and comedic, but it was also so forceful too that it like it kept everyone everyone else kind of off their guard. They were kind of you know forced to keep reacting to people, so they they didn't have a chance to really properly question them or anything. So it was like their their behavior was like a good tactic and funny at the same time. Well, and the, and the excuse they came up with with the the Iron Monkey, <laughs> so that that was brilliant because that was the one thing that you know was gonna was gonna really seal the deal there. Um, no, I liked how. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I liked how, also, in that scene, how each person was asked, "Well, did you check his credentials?" And they keep going, "No, I'm just the lowly officer." And they pass it on to the next person. The next the governor's afraid to ask and then finally they get up the nerve to ask um uh, where's your royal seal and he looks in his briefcase and he's like who put the, the iron monkey in the and you know then he accuses everybody and then it's just so funny from there oh and just so you know dean i think you might be getting a little bit of something on your mic there um okay. there was a little there was like a little distortion for a moment um but yeah, what do you guys think of uh, Wong Kaiying? And you know, when he when he comes to town, he kind of ends up sort of being pitted against Iron Monkey initially because he's mistaken for him. They end up arresting everybody who does anything vaguely monkey-like in the city, or who could at all possibly be uh, Iron Monkey. So some guy sneezes, and the way he's moving his hand, they they come up and they grab him. And some other guy is selling monkey powder, but when a person tells him to, oh, don't don't mention monkey. He, he he won't tell the guards what what he's selling, and they get suspicious and they take him in, and and uh and and Wong Kaiying gets brought in because he he gets in a fight and he's, he's spectacular, so they go, oh this guy could be Iron Monkey, and he ends up uh you know the whole thing is kind of a setup to get Iron Monkey to go to the palace, and then when he does show up, uh, Wong Kaiying fights him, and this sort of this ends up putting him at odds with all the people in town because everybody loves Iron Monkey because, like you said, he's like a Zorro sort of vigilante type, and and Wong Kai can't even get a bun in town now. He's, uh, um, but you know, just I kind of want to talk about his introduction in that way, but also just his character. He's a very sort of stern, fatherly figure in this movie, and uh, I was just curious what your thoughts were. Yeah, it was. A, it, I like kind of the complexity there. It's like you know, he, he, it's not like they were trying to make him look like a bad guy or anything, but he was really super strict. That they they kind of just it's it just it just gave him a a level of realism there, and the uh, they you know it pays off well in the scene where he's telling his son not to cry while he's you know turning his back as he's trying yeah. to hide it himself. Oh, so it was a, real men shed blood before they shed tears is that that which kind that of brings his, back heroes shed no tears the uh yeah really, you know. <laughs> uh no I, I i thought it was a very very well done character yeah uh, i mean it, it doesn't it, it's just kind of a nice character trait with the severity they don't they don't really make a point with it or anything it's just kind of there 
Yeah, I like the introduction and in that the two had to fight each other at the beginning because you don't mm-hmm. necessarily know how he's going to, Donnie Yen's character um, is going to end up in the end. And he eventually just pretty much gets blackmailed into having to to arrest the Iron Monkey, which then his son ends up sick. and But they rescue him, so that's a good thing. But... Yeah, he was really strict as a father, not taking taking his son's hand when he obviously wanted to because he was feeling unsure. And every every time he did something wrong, tapping him on the head and everything. But they really didn't like harp on that. And then you got the softer side of him and sneaking food during um, the scene with uh, Miss Orchid with the hot peppers. I thought that was funny that he's sneaking food and he doesn't know they're extremely hot peppers. But yeah, so it was, I think it was a nice balance of the strict and the comedic with his character. Well, and you get the impression he's trying to prepare Wong Fei Hong for life. And so that's why he's being strict with him. He doesn't have a, a mother. So he's, you know, if he dies, he's on his own. So I think he's trying to make sure that he, he, you know, is as, as self-sufficient as possible by the time, you know, that, that sort of thing happens. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I quite liked their relationship and I thought, I thought that it was, uh, you know, he was strict, but you know, like even when he was hitting him in the head, he was, he was trying to, you know, it was because he was trying to recite the different herbs and their uses and he wanted him to, he wanted him to master them all. So, you know, it was, a uh, you know, it, it, it wasn't like he was just sort of randomly slapping him or, you know, no. um, but, uh, yeah, both being doctors was an interesting well at least knowledgeable about medicine was an interesting thing too and you have the whole argument at the dinner where they uh yeah they're they're they're, they're getting into the argument about whether or not he can eat duck or not that was a that was a nice little 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 bat second battle that they had between them no that was that's actually a very memorable scene and i don't know why maybe just because the duck leg looks so delicious it just is it does <laughs> but uh something about, yeah. with these movies they do a really good job because like in a lot of at least up until recently a lot of hollywood movies they, they would use like the the old food do you know what i mean like they would they would never use like legitimate food and uh yeah. and, and a lot of this stuff looks freshly prepared so um, oh yeah, no, I I'm just getting over a stomach bug, and so I'm still just eating mainly rice, and so it's just like I haven't had like a good meal since like the weekend last weekend. So I'm just like looking at this food, going, oh, I can't. <laughs> it was painful for me. But uh, but yeah, I, I that that was sort of a, an interesting sort of sparring at the table over over the you know best treatment option for the sun, I guess, you know, yeah, uh, and best diet. I would tend, I would be inclined to say the duck is okay, but uh, but I can also, I can also sort of understand, you know, you know, you know, uh, not not letting them go crazy. You know, he's he's supposed to be learning martial arts and medicine, so maybe he wants him to be more restrained. Um, but yeah, speaking of martial arts, what do you guys think of the fights? I thought the fights were great. Um, my favorite was at the end when uh, they're battling the, the mean monk, but, um, and he has the, his cloth that he uses to strike out at people mm. and grab them. And Iron Monkey has it and he's holding it taut. And then um, 
Wong Kaying is uh, walking on it. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, there's that a, was like my favorite part. There's a lot of cool uh, like lightness scenes like that, and the whole thing where they end up on the poles and mm-hmm. oh yeah, fire underneath them. That's uh, you know, that was a pretty crazy scene, um, and a very memorable. Yeah. That was honestly that was one of the few things I remembered clearly about the movie before I watched. I remember that. I remember. I remember the the thing with the chili when he was eating the the, the chili uh, when she was cooking. And a few other key details like that, but for some reason that 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 end fight scene really stands out. Yeah, I'd say every fight scene in this movie was exceptional, unless I'm forgetting something, because it, it just they, they all were were just completely engaging for me. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I even oh, go ahead. I even liked how Chief Fox wasn't a poor fighter, like you know sometimes yeah. how they make the lackey really a poor fighter, and he mm-hmm. gets beat pretty often or pretty easily. But he got in um, a couple of good fights, yeah. Also during the movie, and I liked how it was distributed among the people. In, in yeah, a way, I, he was he was kind of the bravest of them because he's the one that <laughs> really like resisted the monk when they were trying to harm um, Wong Fei Hong when they had him prisoner. And he's probably the last person who should be doing that sort of thing, you know, <laughs> out, of, out, of, out of all the, uh, out of all the adults in the movie. Um, and so, you know, and, and if and if uh, and if they hadn't intervened, he probably would have been killed. Uh, so, you know, I, I, that that he definitely, I think, gets a lot of respect for his uh, uh, for his bravery. And also, he added a sense of humor. There was a moment where somebody bribed him. They handed him some gold. And he said, hey, you don't bribe me in the open. In the open. <laughs> yeah. And then he stuffs it in a po- his pocket. <laughs> and he's and the shark fin soup. You know, the, the governor tells him not to eat the shark fin soup. And there's some question of whether the shark fin soup splashed him in the face or whether, during the fight or whether he actually ate it. But uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's an interesting guy. And also, he's got that weird uh, mark on his forehead. And he had mentioned that like we kind of get hints that he might know who uh iron monkey is and be letting him go deliberately at first you think it's due to just incompetence but as the movie goes on you start to think oh no he's legitimately like really letting this guy go and yeah and he mentions oh go ahead okay yeah the first time he brings it up i was i was completely sure oh he's just blustering whatever but yeah it does it changes over time and uh and he's got that mark, and he mentions that uh, he must have some connection to him from a previous life. And so I was wondering if that mark was an indication of something that happened between them. Do you know what I mean? Like, like maybe mm-hmm. maybe he got stabbed in the head by Iron Monkey for doing bad things in the last <laughs> life, and now they're and now that's why he's enmeshed with him in this way. I, I don't know, but because he's because it's a really it's never explained and it's never even really commented on. I think. Um, yeah, I, uh, I actually did not notice that too much. Was so. I maybe I was crazy, Dion? Was there a uh, mark on his head? No, I thought that there was some kind of um, mark on his head, but I just didn't attribute it to being anything in the movie. I thought maybe it might have been a birthmark of the real actor, so I didn't kind of pay too much attention to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I could be way off here. I could be way off. I was just... It was it's an interesting a, theory. Wonderful. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, so, and then, uh, you know, there's the, uh, the, the, what do you call it? The sea, like, one of the things that's going on here is that the, the population is hungry and there's all this turmoil and people are moving to the city to, 
you know, find themselves being brutalized by by the Shaolin monks who should be protecting them and uh, and by officials. And 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 so they're resorting to to cooking bark for, uh, for, you know, making basically making bark soup. And so Iron Monkey has really uh, won over the population and the governor is, uh, you know, he's he, he he's there's like like a big part of the of the story is that he he is hoarding the food and he is not releasing it and he's just doing it to raise the price so we have this one scene where they incorporate the food into the fighting um there, i don't know if you remember the scene where they have the grain sacks and they're and i thought that was a pretty well put together fight scene um i think that's what actually the one where uh where where he where uh white eagle first really ends up uh getting into a skirmish with them but i could be wrong oh go ahead no i i i believe you're right i think that is the first one that's all oh, okay say. yeah but um but yeah so uh I'm trying to think if we are uh, what about all of the rooftop sequences? What do you guys think of those? Because there was a lot of there was a lot of action on the rooftops. I felt in this movie. Well, I, as I said, I thought all the action was fantastic. I mean, yeah, the rooftop scenes work really well. It just they just flow very nicely. And I mean, it works with the with kind of the with, you know kind of the. Uh, the masked hero kind of genre they were going with. I felt like, you know, having stuff on the rooftops kind of added to that. It was necessary. Masked hero feel. So it was a, it was a nice touch. Yeah. One one thing I liked about the fighting was I felt like the, the, the personalities really came through with the styles in this one. Like that's usually the Mm -hmm. case, but here it felt like a little bit more visible um you know so like you just you just had like like every like all of the characters personalities were pretty well expressed in the way that they fought um you know where uh you know so like you have like like especially when you have like the uh you know hin hung fighting against uh iron monkey and and one k ying you know it's a uh but but also like white eagle like i mentioned and some of the other characters Yeah, you could feel um, White Eagle's ferociousness coming through her uh, crisp, snappy moves. I mean, she was really, really good. It made me wonder if it was really her or if it were a stunt double doing the moves. I mean, her movements were just really powerful, I thought. I really liked her, her style. Yeah, I I wasn't paying close enough attention to see if they were cutting away from people and when a stunt double was stepping in, but I I got the feeling they tried to. I think the actors were moving as much as they could keep them moving. I think that's why they hired because like the girl that they had play Wong Fei Hong, it was like a wushu star of some kind, and so I think uh, I think you know they were they were tr- I think they were going for trying to keep everybody uh, in the action. Um, but there were a few moments where it was kind of hard to tell, but like in the scenes where you did see her face and you saw her moving, it, it looked like mm-hmm. it was probably her. Uh, and I, I thought, I thought she was, she was really good. And he, and even, um, 
what's her name? Miss Orchid. She she had that cool like backflip kick that she did when uh when mm-hmm. her and Wong Fei Hong were attacked by the monks. That mm-hmm. that was a pretty good scene too. I like even like you know, Wong Fei Hong just as a kid with the staff is going <laughs> around and, and schooling people. Um and the movements were so precise. Like I really liked the precision of the movements and the stances. You know, like like every little detail kinda you know, like 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 characters would end in a stance and it would really be an impressive uh just sort of uh, uh you know motion um yeah well the, that's the thing it's like this i mean the 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 actual action choreography in this was fantastic but the direction too of filming it was also it just it just mm-hmm. really came together well in this yeah. scene i mean yeah because it looks like a like it really looks nice like even just the way even like the the wood tone of the doctor's office outside something about that just worked i i don't know what it was but it uh it, it just had a nice sort of like something about that and the light coming through in the morning just really had this amber glow mm-hmm. that, that was effective but uh but yeah so uh i don't know were there anything did you was there any stuff you, you didn't like about this movie were there any quibbles or any you know Anything that at least upset you or bothered you? I, as I said at the beginning, I, I can't think of anything bad to say about this movie. This, I, I just enjoyed this on every every level. So, I would totally agree. I I would have watched this movie a lot sooner than I did. I a lot of times when I almost watch it, it was because. The title is Iron Monkey, and there's a movie from 1977, and then sometimes, occasionally, sites would mix it up. They would have the title, but they would have the synopsis wrong, and I would click on it, and this would be the movie that would come up instead of the 1977 one, so I never bothered to watch it until now. But I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was a really good, well-put-together, the action, the directing, um, the... The acting, the choosing of the actors and the actresses. I couldn't imagine anyone else in these roles now that I've seen it. Mm. Um, They made a really good choice. And I was very invested from the beginning of what happened with each one of the characters, including Chief Fox. Uh, (laughs) I I really liked him. I thought he was really cool. Yeah, same here, same here. He was like the show stealer, I guess, in this movie. Definitely. Well, he was, uh, I don't know how to put it, he just, he, he just was somebody, he was the one that you would want to have the beer with in the group. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'd be, uh, I'd be very careful about having beers with everybody else in the group, actually. <laughs> <laughs> about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it goes back to what you're saying that, you know, he, because he is the, you know, he is someone trying to do good, but he is the one guy who, while you know, as as you know, we pointed out, he had some fighting skill, but he isn't this great hero. He's just this relatively ordinary guy trying to do the best he can. So it's and he's it's, in a very difficult political. spot too. I mean, yeah, it's like a, it's a horrible position to be in, um, and it doesn't look like there's any end to this corruption. It looks like it just <laughs> yeah. goes all the way up the you know, uh, like a new governor arrives at the end, and you know they're hopeful, like oh, hopefully this guy will be less corrupt, but. I have a feeling, you know, it's a yeah. I like the total ambiguity at the end. They don't, they don't just don't tell you either way. Just, you, you, you probably know how it's going to work out. We're not going to say. <laughs> but 
Is there an Iron Monkey too? There is, but it's uh, it's Donnie Yen playing Iron Monkey. So okay. It's a yeah. Um, but uh, what what did you? Since we've done all UN Wolfing movies this month, how does it compare <laughs> to the other? Now keep in mind this is also sort of a special Miramax release, so it does have a somewhat slicker presentation. But how would you say it compares to the other? Uh, the other Yuan Wu Ping movies that we saw. Huh. Let me see. What have we watched again this month? They're all starting to blur together. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. So Tai Chi Master was one. And um, we also saw uh, Wing Chun, right? I'll, in fact, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. get the list just to make sure I'm uh, correct here. But. Yeah, and Wing Chun, I I have to and I have to qualify when I'm comparing these that I did see a dubbed version, so I, I I'd probably put that last. But if I saw it subtitled, it would probably rank in a in a better position. But uh, but as it is, I I would say they've gone up every week in uh, my ranking. So it's been a steady, a steady climb. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, like I said, Wing Chun does, has not been fairly judged by me because I okay. haven't seen it with subtitles. I would have to agree with Adam. Out of the three, I would probably put Wing Chun last, just because we did watch a um, a dubbed version, and mm. I tend not to like the dubs. I think the dubs lose something in the translation, and the sounds of the voices irritate me okay. a lot. Okay. But um, I I still like Tai Chi Master because I still have that same reaction to it the second and the third time I've watched it, um, which my my reaction is always I don't like um, Chin So Ho very much in this movie, so I have to always go back and watch another one of his movies where I really like him. In just, order just to remind <laughs> yourself to that he's a good it. guy, yes. right? Yeah, yes. you have exactly. to become friends again. So yeah, I... yeah, yeah. And uh, I say too, I, I liked Wing, Wing Chun a lot too. So me, me, me saying they're getting better and better, it's not like that was down at the bottom somewhere. The fact that it's gone up every month is is impressive. Well, and these are these are all really good films. I mean, and, and they're all kind of similar in terms of like the style of how they're mm-hmm. shot, how all the fights go. And so it can be very, a lot of it is a very subjective thing. I would tend to favor Tai Chi Master, but again, that might be nostalgia. Do you know what I mean? That might be a, it's, it's, it's a close, it's a close call. I mean, they're both, they're both very good movies. And, uh, I, I, uh, I, I like with both of them too, that they both are not entirely predictable either through a lot of the movie. It's like, they both feel like they're setting up very much a formula but there's there's enough variation going on that they feel very fresh when you're watching them and and i will say i think that iron monkey probably is more popular than either of the other two um mm-hmm. and so it, you know so it's probably most people probably would agree with your with your assessment of these movies um i think with wing chun it gets complicated because there aren't many good versions of it floating around anymore and so it tends to be more grainy when you see it and 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 like you were saying you know the the dub can affect it um so you know that can be that can definitely be an issue if uh if it had a crisper look maybe it would uh it would fare better in these discussions um 
But I, I would go with Tai Chi Master largely because you get both Jet Li and Michelle Yeoh, and that's that's the yeah. Um, but also that movie <laughs> hits me at an emotional level, um, that Iron Monkey doesn't. Iron Monkey gets me emotionally too, but not in the way that Tai Chi Master does. Um, yeah, you got a good point. Yeah, I mean, and of course it is also me. Me reviewing it just coming off the buzz of just watching Iron Monkey. So, you know, they, they, that's that's also a slightly unfair weight it has on it. That I, I'm still like, yeah, that was a great movie I watched today. Well, one of the things <laughs> that can... Well, well I, I think Iron Monkey probably is just objectively the, the more uh, well-received movie. Um, uh-huh. But also, it can these things fluctuate over time if you watch these things. I, I, oh, yeah. I find myself constantly changing my opinion on on which movie from which person or director i i prefer uh you know you know everyone every once in a while you'll land on a film that you just never tire of but that's 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 tough i i will say this it had it's been it's been many years since i saw iron monkey and when i was watching i was like why has it been so many years since i saw iron monkey this it's ridiculous (laughs) that i've i've gone this long without watching it again um so you know this is definitely a good movie uh it's uh and it's 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 and again we do get sort of the edited down version in the states we're missing some scenes and stuff like that but uh but it's got a lot of different things going on that really really work you know the again i think the fighting the the humorous scenes that's it's not quite as heavy on the humor in the american version as say tai chi master was but mm-hmm. the humor really works. We get some real, like that scene that I think we all agreed, the, the royal minister scene was top notch. Um, oh, yeah. And, and, and the acting, the selection of the cast was good. Um, and I think, I think, again, it's one of these movies where you really, you really care about the characters. Um, yeah. And I, I think you, Yuan Wuping, he's, he, he's deceptively simple about how he achieves that because, like, you, you, you don't, it's not like a, it's not like a really in-depth character study. Do you know what I mean? It's not like something where it's like, oh, I've probed the soul of this character. But he no. brings them to life, and and you care about them. And I think a lot of times it's just finding the right actor for the role and the right situations and even the right costuming and all that. But, uh, but yeah, I'm sorry. Were you going to say something? Uh, I was going to Sorry. I was just going to say, I think bringing in the right amount of the background story from each of the characters or the most important characters also helps, too. Uh, the, I think the telling of uh, Miss Orchid's background, her how she hooked up with uh, Dr. Yang was very important to the overall story. No, no, definitely. And it also kind of shows, I'm guessing that's why she's named Orchid, too. Like, it kind of like, you do, you know, you you sort of make that connection when you see the story and and it uh and also that was kind of a theme running through because they mentioned that brothel a lot and they caught they caught the monks trying to abduct a woman and take her to the brothel so there was mm-hmm. you know that was definitely a thing and i think i could be wrong but i could i could have sworn the uh one of the one of the writers was also the woman who wrote uh um wing chun um in fact let me check that just to make sure um because i i I think it's uh yeah Elsa Tang uh was what was was one of the writers and um and I think there was some of those same themes in there um but but yeah I I don't know it's uh but I I really do think like the it, there's just something about these Yuan Wu Ping movies where it's the it's the characters and the martial arts and the location kind of 
it's kind of, I think we said something similar about Lao Kar Lung when we were talking about my young auntie, where it's all kind of shot in one location and you don't really need that sense of movement over great distances to, to enjoy yourself. You're kind of half, you're content to stay in that one place with those characters. You don't like a lot of times if I'm watching mm-hmm. a movie with the same group of characters for too long, and they don't go anywhere. I feel like I got to get out of here. You know what I mean? Like, like we got to go somewhere. Yeah. Somebody new needs to show up, but you don't get that feeling in this movie. No, it's, I mean, this, I mean, there, there's, there's just a really nice feel to this movie overall to an extent. I mean, like, you know, Iron Monkey being this character who's also a doctor and it's very, I thought that was a nice choice for secret identity him. Him basically be getting to be a, a, a do-gooder by day and a do-gooder by night and uh, kind of worked well. And I, I liked I liked when they went to rescue the kid. They just did it straight as going him going as a doctor to look after and check on the kid it was just a nice because I was all ready for ooh here's the big prison breakout scene and and then the approach they took was I was like oh that's just really it was it, it just the Iron Monkey character is so smart. That it, it just, you know, his approaches to things. That was a good a good example of it. And I suspect the governor's probably already forgotten about the kid at this point. Yeah, place. exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he never brings it up again. Yeah. Like, Where's that kid I had locked up? It's like, nope, nope, left his brain the second he did it. Yeah. So, so yeah, so um, I don't know, any any other thoughts on uh, on the film before we uh, before we head out? No, it's a really good movie. Just go watch it. Yeah, go watch it. It's fantastic. Yeah, and then they do. It is available on Amazon, but you have to you have to rent it or buy it. But it's not that expensive, and it's totally worth. Uh, you know, I would I, I I have it on Blu-ray. The Blu-ray is great. I would definitely get it on Blu-ray if you can. Um, but you know, if you want to rent it for like three bucks, you know, definitely okay. take a shot. Yeah. All right, so so we'll be back on next week with the blade, right? That's our our uh, our next film, I believe, and um, and until then, we will talk to you later. Bye.